Hello everybody, and with my throat ailing, welcome to episode number 70 of the No Marks Live Podcast. Hopefully it won't be too bad considering it's terrible every morning lately. I have been drinking milk to try and coat my throat. I think I just need to hook up the beef and bit of fire and forgetting. So Alongside me, for this episode of the No Podcast, where we roll through many things, including SmackDown, the Royal Rumble, Raw, and NXT, is Mr. Evan Williamson. Evan, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. And Evan, there is something that I have done for uh, the first time in a long time. Would you like to know what I have done? Uh, I shudder to think, but go ahead. I have given Raw a chance. Oh, boy. I can't watch it on Mondays because I have to go to bed to go to work. But I was looking for something to watch as I went to sleep. Or, well, I didn't intend to go to sleep, but I was looking for something to watch last night because I like to stay up on the nights where I can. And I went to Hulu and thought, you know what? I'll go find Raw. Because I haven't done this in a while. So you know what I did? I went and found Raw. <clears throat> and I watched like an hour of Raw. Keep in mind, I believe the Hulu version of Raw is a condensed version of it. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it seemed like normal Raw to me. Or at least it used to be. I don't know if it is anymore. I mean, I didn't notice anything I was missing. But anyway. So I watched Raw. (sighs) You know what's sad? When there's an old game you used to really, really like... Or an old TV show. But it kind of drove you away. Because it got either bad or boring or filled with gimmicks. And then one day you go, hey, I remember when this game was so much fun. Maybe there's been updates. Maybe they've changed the plot a little bit. I'm going to try again. And you watch it. Just kind of hurts at the end. Because you know that. It's like it's the same as what you left, and you wish it was better. That's raw. I got through an hour of raw, and I was done. Oh, God. They seriously need to fix this show. Evan? Yes? You want to know how you know? That Raw was bad as a whole. The best thing on it, and this is me saying this, the best thing on the show was something involving Matt Riddle. Yeah. But you also only watched an hour of the show, so. Right, right. Because that's all I could stand, and then I was done. Um, That's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. Exactly. Do you get the reference? I've heard it before. I don't know where it's from precisely. It's Popeye. Oh, Popeye. Okay. Wait, that's weird. I've watched like every episode of Popeye. Interesting. Um, 
so anyway. We have the random the rumor up first, Evan. Yeah. So a couple notes here. Uh, Wade Barrett apparently has uh, gained citizenship in the United States of America. So congratulations to him. Um, yeah. Uh, the last superstar I believe that I've heard of, well, maybe it was actually, I think Chelsea Green uh, came a citizen not too long ago also, or, or something like that. Somebody did. Of course, and then Rusev slash Miro became a citizen a few years ago as well. So joining, and I believe, didn't Cesaro win the lottery and was able to become a citizen, or was that just for for uh, for a visa? I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, so uh, welcome to America. Uh, not Ru- well, welcome to America, Rusev. You're already here. Welcome to America, Wade Barrett. Um. In other news, um, can we appreciate the wonderful troll that Becky Lynch is? So at the Royal Rumble, Becky Lynch happened to uh, post a couple things. Um, and let me just say they were fantastic. I'm going to try to find them real quick. Um It was the Royal Rumble, and of course, you know, during the Royal Rumble, speculation always abounds, and she posted um, uh, three tweets. Keep in mind, the last time she tweeted was on was August 19th, 2020, when she was uh, teasing her, her memoir, which I still hope is a real thing, by the way. She posted a picture of the uh, red, you know, the red curtain or whatever, you know, that goes into the gorilla position, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, I believe it was one of the WWE uh, Facebook pages ends up like, like, you know, like, what's this? What's this? Is this is this happening type thing? And then she goes, oh, my bad. I thought it was a, a really nice picture of a curtain. And then she said, well, I'm here. Thank you, everyone, for your birthday messages yesterday. And congratulations at Bianca Belair for, uh, for winning the Royal Rumble. And I think I had one of my, uh, I would say, one of my most successful tweets. I'm not a, I'm not a tweeter much. I just, you know. But somebody said, oh, it was probably Seth Rollins, you know, doing something. Um, and I said... And I said something about, about wait a minute, we we know. I and I said, wait, we know Seth Rollins' uh, tweeting tweeting ability is uh, lackluster at best, but we know that the man is the Wendy's of wrestling Twitter. So it was probably her. <laughs> yeah. So I got I got a lot of likes from that, but yeah. Anyway, so it'll be great to see Becky Lynch back on at least Twitter. You know, uh, we're getting to that point where, you know, she'll probably be teasing, like, every major event. Yeah. 
I don't know if you would call this like the boy who cried wolf type thing, but it's kind of like the opposite reaction. Like, oh, she keeps saying, oh, she's probably not going to be there. Oh, she's probably not going to be there. And then she's there, and then it will be like really exciting type thing. Uh, but unfortunately, there's still no fans. Uh, and other major news. Uh, apparently, AEW and New Japan have struck a partnership, as I believe it was Kinta. End up showing up on. All right, Dynamite now can they stop time. with TNA? Oh, they'll continue with Impact. Oh God. Um. So that's another feather in the cap for. If you're keeping score at home, AEW now has partnerships with. Um, with New Japan, Impact, Triple uh, A. Um. And at least uh, some form or another of a partnership with Tokyo Joshi Pro because, you know, a litany of superstars from there are going to, are, are on AEW. Um, and they still suck. And still have no idea how to do wrestling. So, uh, WWE really needs to step their game up because they need to. I mean, you have Mako Satomura, who. They're not only a threat, but anybody from themselves. AEW is not a threat to anything except the, except the new way for daycare. All right. Anyway, but their business sense has been going really well because they're partnering with all these companies. Which I've been saying WWE has been needing to do for years. Um, uh, speaking of uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro, apparently Maki Ito will be uh, part of the uh, of the uh, big women's championship tournament coming up. So that's very exciting. She's one of the more popular wrestlers in TJWP. Uh, one of my favorites, so uh, it's good to see her getting a chance on the American scene. Um, but other than that, the Rey Mysterio resigned, and uh, Lars Sullivan apparently has been released for a month, and they just it just came out. Yep, they can't, cut Lars Sullivan. Can't, can't say can't say I'm upset, but yeah. I mean, his career is pretty much over. I mean, granted, from you know all the all the rumors and stuff of that stuff he did, you know, doesn't help. But I'm not one to cancel somebody for that. But pretty much when he opened his mouth, um, and cut a promo, that was pretty much when his yeah, character that was died. The end of him. I'm gonna kill every last one of you. I got bullied in high school, and I'm gonna bully you. You sound like a fifth grader. I got bullied in high school, and then I killed them all. So I was in the right. Um. No, he'll probably go to Impact or something. I mean, for God's sake, Joey Ryan had a spot in wrestling for how long? Yeah, but that was before all that stuff came out. And that guy's whole gimmick was based around his dick. And I know you say it's before all the stuff came out, but... You don't think a guy whose entire gimmick is based around people touching his willy had a problem? I mean, I didn't say it was smart. 
No, I'm just saying. Uh, like, any... I'm, I'm not exactly shocked. Uh, any other uh, news out there? Um, not that I can think of. I am trying to find SmackDown results because I watched it, but I honestly don't remember what happened. Well, yeah, it's been a week. Uh, well, might as well go over to SmackDown now. Right. So SmackDown this week was a little different because it was the uh, go-home edition for the Royal Rumble. Therefore, there was some raw people there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they actually because I don't think they really did a go home episode for Raw I think yeah. Raw mostly focused on the championship which is fine yeah. but you know the Royal Rumble is I would say the Royal Rumble is bigger than the championship at that pay-per-view yes um, and that has nothing to do with who's facing the champion and who has the championship that's just how things go um, so anyway you had a lot of people show up here we go. I found a SmackDown results. Uh, uh, I thought I found SmackDown results that didn't give me anything. Anyway, like I said, there was uh, different things, and I just got some bad news that Cesaro's contract is expiring soon, so hopefully they keep him signed somehow. Um, So you had Daniel Bryan, I believe, opened up the show, and he was talking about, you know, the Royal Rumble and stuff. And, like, he's on everything except win the Royal Rumble. And that uh, resulted in, who would you, who would know it? Um, AJ Styles showed up and challenged him to a match. So you knew, so you knew that was going to be exciting. Uh... Oh, yeah, I forgot. So there was a, actually a couple decent matches on on SmackDown. Um, I really hope that... I really wish that there was a better setup where I could look to see the results. But uh, Bianca Belair had a heck of a match with uh, Bailey, So uh, that was a really good match, really entertaining match. And, of course, Bianca Belair won, um, setting up you know, for, you know, what would happen eventually. Um, King Corbin defeated Dominic again, or the first time, maybe. And uh, Rey Mysterio ended up beating up uh, King Corbin after the match. Daniel Bryan defeated AJ Styles via disqualification, which was a good match uh, up until a point. So, here's the thing. Remember the dark days when they had, um, you know, the two out of three falls matches and and, and then uh, random matches suddenly turning into, like, six-man tag team matches because they had to behold to the the ad break gods? Mm Mm-hmm. They kind of did that again, but not 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 to the extent it had been. So you know they had uh, 
AJ versus versus um versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, Cesaro was on commentary. Um, then you had Sami Zayn uh, show up, um, and he was you know like doing his you know protesting his peaceful protest. Then you had Big E show up to take him out. Uh, then Cesaro was beating up Big E, and then you have Shinsuke come in, and then we have uh, a six-man tag team match. All right, cool. Then they, you know, they have the six-man tag team match, and I, I cannot remember who else showed up, but um, oh, I think it was uh, probably Miz and Morrison. So, Miz and Morrison showed up, and I believe, I want to say, maybe Xavier Woods showed up as well, because that, that would be four people, right? Between uh, AJ, uh, no, between Daniel Bryan, Big E, Shinsuke, and Woods. Um, needless to say, it turned into a 10-man tag team match. And uh, uh, Sheamus showed up as to, to be the to be the the 10th man for for the for the baby faces. Mm-hmm. And then I think all hell broke loose again. And uh, you know they did you know they did the uh, the required you know pre Royal Rumble brawl. Uh, where Braun Strowman ended up returning and cleaning house, and uh, that was—I thought that was a decent way to close close out SmackDown. All right, and <clears throat> with the close of SmackDown, we go to the Royal Rumble match, right. the Royal Rumble show. So, did you see anything of this at all? Of what? The Royal Rumble. Well, I saw the results. Alright. Um, so, uh, first of all, I just, before we start anything, I want to say... Oh, 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 oh. <sighs> and I did see Paul Heyman. Eh? Uh, Paul Heyman in the, hand, in the Battle of the Handcuffs. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Twitter. They should have used bolt cutters, but... Oh well. Um, like I said before, we start the Royal Rumble. I want to just want to give my appreciation once again to our truth, who is like the best thing on the pre-show. So we, uh, as you know or you may not know of, the a rapper who uh, I've never heard of before. Granted, but I'm uncultured. No one's ever heard of Bad Bunny. Somebody's heard of him. No one has heard of him. But uh, Bad Bunny... They found this guy off the street, I think. He obviously is good. I don't know. Um, Anyway, Bad Bunny was going to do his song, uh, Booker T, or is that... I don't know if that's what it's called, or if that's just what they're... I think that's what it's called, yes. Um, So, uh, Our Truth comes out. Uh, This was during the pre-show. He's dressed up in, like, you know, his, like... uh, he he said he was dressed up as Elmer Fudd or whatever. He's like, 
He's he he said a bad bunny. He was talking about him being Bugs Bunny, and he's like he was going he was gonna hunt rabbits, <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. And he's like I I respect I respect I respect Bugs Bunny. Um, he saved the world, from, saved the Earth from the monsters. Uh, you wouldn't know that because you've never seen Space Jam. Um, but yeah. Uh, our truth is uh, fantastic, and you'll actually see more from him later in the night. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, the pre-show happens, and uh, Fair Play to WWE—they actually put on a an important match in the pre-show for once. Um, they had it was was it was the women's tag team championship. I don't know about important. Well, they had important people in it. Well, yeah, but that's still the lowest match in the card. So you had Oscar and Charlotte versus uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, and see, this is where I had a problem. So, unless I missed something, which is fairly possible, uh, my intention to such things sometimes can be distracted. Wonder what? This is your your attention can wander. Yes. Oh yeah. Um. So, I believe Oscar was thrown over the announce table, and in the span of that, I, I don't remember if uh, Lacey had already come out or not at that time. But Ric Flair came out uh, with uh, Lacey Evans, and Lacey Evans, of course, did the distraction. Uh, tr- uh, did the attempted to roll up, but that didn't work. And she ended up getting handed was probably brass knucks from Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And she did a huge punch, like right in the face of uh, Charlotte. And then who took a, a leg drop from Nia and ended up getting the 1-2-3. So we have new women's tag team champions. I just, I feel like Asuka should have been out. I feel like they should have done more to take Asuka out. Well, Charlotte's the entire finish. Well, yeah, but would you so really? She's out of the equate. Wait, what do you mean by out? I mean, Oscar hadn't been seen since she got thrown over the announce table. Oh, oh, you mean like that? Yeah, I feel like they should have done more to take her out because I feel like that's not really. I mean, I well, guess it I tracks mean, but, but... with what happens when you get thrown over the table. But I just felt like. But hey, number one, you're expecting some sort of realism for modern day WWE, which is not possible. Or n- not realism, but consistency. Really strong suit in ever. Because, or not realism, consistency. Okay, consistent. Well, if we're going by consistency, it was consistent, I would, I would say. Because, no, but wait a minute. Because half the time when somebody goes over the table... They're either they're able to jump right back up again, and sometimes when it's convenient for them to go over the table and lie on the floor and sell for five minutes, they lie on the floor and sell for five minutes. Whether it's a match or a backstage promo or not, whatever it is. Yeah, so I just thought, I mean, it could have been a timing issue. I just feel like there was a little bit too much time between when she got thrown over the announced table and when 
Well, then what do you think they should have done with Kevin Owens? Huh? I said, well, then what do you think they should have done with Kevin Owens, who really had a long time to wait? I mean, that was just... I mean, that that I don't that wasn't the fault of anybody, but, you know, poor, poor, you know, that that, that could have happened to anybody, I think. But we'll get to that. Um, but so, yeah, um, the uh, new women's tag team champions are once again, Nia and Shayna Baszler. I still for the life of me don't know why. Oscar and Charlotte became champions in the first place. Mm-hmm. I think I mean, nothing against them. Um, I do think that. Charlotte should have teamed with Becky Lynch before she became a Grand Slam champion. And it still might happen. Um, but I feel like Lana should have been with Asuka for that. And, and, and then, I mean, if Lana was Charlotte's place and they, you know, won at TLC and then they just lost at Royal Rumble, I think that would have been fine. Uh huh. Um, yeah, so that happened, and then the Royal Rumble proper started. Um, I believe the opening match was for the SmackDown Women's Champion. Well, I'm going to go get the results. I forgot that. I- See, pay-per-views, you can actually find the results, which is which is wonderful. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I forgot. The uh the pay-per-view actually opened up with Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship. Uh and I I will say this. Um I thought it was pretty good. Short, sweet, and to the point. So I can pretty much explain to you everything that happened in that match. So the Match begins with, like, you know, when they're, he's about ready to, you know, hold up the championship, you know, and start the match. Before the match even starts, uh, Drew McIntyre, Claymore kicks Goldberg. Um, they then go on the outside and leave Goldberg through Drew McIntyre into the steps and then speared him through the barricade. And then they got up and got into the ring and, you know, course you know McIntyre's hurting uh McIntyre gets speared and then uh jackhammered and he kicks out uh and then I believe he took two or three spears and kicked out of them and kicked out the jackhammer then pretty much I don't I don't remember if it was out of nowhere necessarily but he um Claymore kicked Goldberg and I'll tell you this uh Goldberg is not one for, not really known for his selling, I don't think. At least I haven't heard much about it. But he sold that Claymore kick like a champ. And uh, Drew McIntyre ended up getting the, getting the win and ended up, uh, you know, shaking uh, Goldberg's hand and giving him a hug. And, and Goldberg said, You passed the test. So, you know, I thought, I thought it did what it needed to do. I thought it was really good. And thank God Goldberg didn't win. Yeah. Um, then it was Sasha Banks versus Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, and by the way, I know we've been calling him her manservant because I forgot. Did, did we ever call him her sommelier or whatever they call it? No. Well, he's a sommelier. Apparently that's a, 
a what? wine a wine connoisseur or something. So so not exactly low on the totem pole. I would say a wine connoisseur is probably up there, you know, high class type thing. Um anyway, Sasha Banks, of course, once again defeated Carmella, and it was a decent match. Um we would then go to the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. And I actually thought it was really good. So uh, Bianca and Bailey started. Uh, Bailey was number one. Bianca was number two, I believe. Uh, Bailey actually had her uh, had Cole um, cut into the back of her of her hair, and uh, she's like saying like I want to win and you know face Michael Cole at WrestleMania. So I thought that was funny. Uh, Chris Michael Cole wasn't on commentary for this one. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler was. So when she came in, she was yelling at King. She's like, "Where's Michael Cole? I want Michael Cole." So that was good. Um. Yeah, so many, many, uh, many happy returns at this, uh, at this uh, Royal Rumble. Of course, Naomi came back. Um, had a few NXT people, you know, of course, Rhea Ripley. Um, my problem is that, like, after this match, though, like, throughout the week, I end up watching a watch-along of the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble match. So, like, the little people that came in, I don't remember. <laughs> Or, like, based on, like, who came in with who type thing. Mm. Um, oh, wait. Here we go. Good. They still have a list. Um, let us see here. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, Billy Kay came in at number four, by the way. Oh, Bianca. Really? Bianca was number three? Yep. Oh, she was number two in 2020. That's what it was. Um... Billy Kay came out and she would end up going into com- uh, to the commentary, doing a commentary and really good. She's like saying like, you know, she brought in a bunch of headshots, you know, with her resume. And she's uh, she's saying that she was waiting for a partner to come out. So then Shotzi comes out with her tank. I know you hate that, but everybody else loves it. So she's about to, you know, offer her services to Shotzi and Shotzi uh, results ends up goes to shoot her with her tank uh, ends up whizzing past her head and she's like okay nope uh, then we had uh, Shayna Baszler came out and she was going well the commentators were saying you might as well just sit back down now she ended up offering Shayna her, her <clears throat> headshot and Shayna resulted in, in Shayna punching her headshot in the face um, and uh pushing her out of the way and she goes back and she's like she's like you're lucky that she did her did your headshot and not you uh tony storm came in and she attempted once again to try to um to appease uh and you know be tony storm's partner uh tony storm uh no soldier and just ignored her and went around but then we had our first return our first legend return uh the wonderful, terrible, the wonderfully terrible singing of Jillian Hall. Boo. As Jillian Hall came in, and <clears throat> the uh, Billy finally had her self attack team partner, as she ended up being the team. Uh, they coined themselves Billy and Jilly. 
and then you know things would get awkward with Ruby Wright coming in, and you know because they were they were having that. Then we have finally, after after all these years <coughs> of waiting, we finally had Victoria return for the Royal Rumble. Good to see her again. Uh, Peyton Royce was next, and she ended up, um, you know, doing a little teasing with uh, with uh, Billy Kay. They actually teamed up, and and we're gonna do the iconic thing, but in the Ruby Riot and was and Jillian Hall were there, and she's like, you know, like torn. Uh, Santana Garrett, who has been seen very little bit on NXT, but is very good, ended up showing up at twelve. Then we had Liv, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, Dana Brooke, Tori Wilson, um, another return, uh, Lacey Evans. I think Tori Wilson's been in all of these, right? Uh, probably, pretty close. Um, Lacey Evans, Mickey James, uh, Nikki Cross, Alicia Fox, who made her return. Um, uh, as a as a legend or whatever. Yeah, I didn't know <clears throat> I didn't know Alicia Fox uh like when Ron did Legends Night a few weeks ago. I didn't know Alicia Fox qualified for legend status. Or how. Well she's she's she was there for a long time. Okay. Um Then uh, I'm just going to go through the list real quick, and then I'll, ta- I'll talk about a, a few things that I thought missed opportunities. Um, actually, before that, since we're on Alicia Fox. So Alicia Fox comes in, and then uh, I couldn't... I didn't really hear this, but uh, R-Truth came out, and I believe he said, whoops, this is the wrong Royal Rumble. Um... But of course, uh, you had the uh, the twenty four seven crew come out chasing after him, and during that, our uh, youth came into the ring, and I believe a bunch of the I'm trying to remember I'm trying to think if a bunch of the the twenty four seven people got beat up or not. Probably not. I think it was just our truth, but. Uh, But uh, Alicia Fox ended up pinning uh, R-Truth to become the 24-7 champion for a little bit. And then she was eliminated, and then R-Truth ended up getting his title back. And later on, what what is it, Pete Rosenthal ended up winning it, but then later R-Truth won it, but yeah. I hate the 24-7 title now. Why? Because it's devolved into everyone wins it, and it's this really goofy thing, and it doesn't do anything for anybody who isn't already our truth. Feel like it's been that the whole time, but anyway. Um, then we had Mandy Rose, Dakota Kai, Carmella, Tamina. We had the return of Lana, um, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, Nia Jax, and then Natalia. So. Um, and like I said, I think there was a few missed opportunities. I thought they could have done more with the Iconics thing. I also thought it was weird that, uh, that I feel like if there, I mean, I know that there's probably a bunch of Royal Rumbles where they don't do this. I feel like if you're a tag team, 
you should, I mean, be in the ring when your partner is at least coming down. Because that's just good storytelling, I think. And you also can have like a little bit of team up type thing. Uh, but uh, Dana Brooke was eliminated before Mandy Rose was even in the match. So I thought that was a missed opportunity. I also thought it was weird that Lacey Evans wasn't eliminated by Charlotte. Um, she ended up being eliminated by Shayna Baszler. Uh, I also thought I also thought a missed opportunity having, I believe, Nikki was eliminated before Alexa Bliss was in there. And I thought that there could have been some storytelling there. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about when we talked about Raw, but I have a few a few fears. Um, uh, but they did the Lana did eliminate Lana did show up and did decent. I believe she almost eliminated. I forget she almost eliminated somebody decent. I forget who it was. Uh, but they end up staying in. Oh, it, she might have attempted. To, might have been Tony Storm, maybe I don't remember, but she uh, tried to in- eliminate one of the one of the bigger names. Um, then she eventually was able to trick Naya into being eliminated, so she got her revenge. And I, I, I guess that's it with that. I mean, a lot of missed opportunities with that one. Um. And then they uh, beat her up again, of course. And then she was later eliminated by Natalia. Uh, they teased uh, Naya, Naya and Tamina teaming up. And she's like, hey, we're family. Talking to Shayna, we said we're family is important. And then she turns on her right away and eliminates her. Uh, but yeah, uh, the final three were... Uh, Charlotte, Rhea, and uh, Bianca. I, I forgot to mention, though, Santana Garrett uh, was eliminated by Rhea Ripley, but during that, she uh, was, like, hit, but she ended up doing a split on the ring apron, and then mm-hmm. she was, like, super kicked or something after that. Off to So I thought that was a decent elimination. I also forgot to mention the uh, <clears throat> Naomi's... Uh, I believe Naomi's... Uh, uh, you know the Kofi Kingston Naomi slash slash Naomi slash Casey Catanzaro slash John Morrison save was she landed outside, but she only had like one foot touched, of course. Um, and I, I something happened that I thought like you know like you know I, I appreciate it, but sometimes the consistencies with eliminations. Don't necessarily make sense, you know. Like, they say, "Oh, their feet didn't touch the ground," but sometimes they don't care about that. Um, like I don't remember the exact spot because I, somehow she one. I believe at least one foot touched the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. She fell backwards, so she, uh, you know, like a turtle. So yeah. she was on her back, but you know her legs were up in the air. So her legs didn't touch, or her feet didn't touch. Um, so then, during that, uh, Bianca was on in danger of being eliminated. 
and she, uh, you know, that long, uh, I don't, I, you wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a ponytail, but, you know, it shows how much I know about hairstyles. Her, her long hair whip, um, she grabbed that to pull herself close to, to the, uh, to the apron so she could get her feet back in and, you know, Bianca didn't like that. And she's like, you know, Hey, I just, I just need to get back in. So, uh, that saved her. Then it was Charlotte and Rhea and Bianca Belair, like I said, and the final three, this was, a uh, a uh, fantastic. I had, I had some concerns that Rhea Ripley was, I mean, it wouldn't have been fine for Rhea Ripley to win, but I thought that would have been pretty much the end of, Oscar's title ring, which very well may be any well, any happen anyway. Um, so Charlotte ended up being eliminated. You know, she and she, you know, like smiles and laughs. You know, and like like because they got her. Then now, for the first time, this was probably the best final two, because they probably went another five minutes or so. Like that was probably the best final two. Royal Rumble match. Since uh, Undertaker Shawn Michaels in 2007, so they had, so they did uh, multiple things. They both almost fell over, and you know they did you know this, you know like the feet barely touching the floor type thing, and then they you know they get onto the apron, and uh, Ray is like, all right, cool it, cool it, and like take five, you know, let's get back into the ring, and they got back in the ring, and then they continued, and of course Bianca Belair end up winning uh well deserves by the way so she will be <clears throat> so she gets to choose which child she goes after which will probably more than likely be sasha banks's so yeah um congratulations to bianca Belair. i thought that was a very good match um I believe ray ripley according to this ray ripley had seven eliminations shana had six Bianca had four, which is a lot less than she had last year, but, you know, uh, pretty good. Um, yeah. So, do you want to talk about about uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship last man standing? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I saw. What I saw on Twitter and what I've heard of, what I heard happened. To my understanding, basically, this was a last man standing match. Mm-hmm. And all that a WWE last man standing match is. Except there was a AEW reference in here when um, Kevin Owens got ran the hell over by the golf cart. I but see. WWE did it right, whereas AEW did it wrong. So they did it safe, you mean? Well, no, they made it look good. I don't think WWE did it safe at all, but they made it look oh, good. Oh, I thought it was safe because of the way he turned. Like, that was your pretty much, you know, your your basic stuntman spot. You know, with, with you going through the, through the breakaway glass or breakaway pexiglass window or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, through the through the through your back, with your back. So basically, towards the end of the, they're everywhere. You know, like it's like a, it's the last best anyways. It's 
kind of how they are. Yeah, actually, um, that that last man standing match actually, because I was thinking, you know, that Becky Lynch tweet was actually like, you know, I figure they have the same curtain for every show, so it was probably like, you know, from before, mm-hmm. and and it still might be, but um, they end up showing that curtain while they were going. And uh, before you, because your thing was towards the end of the match. Yeah. I will say, you know, so they, they uh, like I said, this was kind of late in the night, so don't really recall much of what happened. But, you know, pretty much Kevin Owens was beating up Roman Reigns pretty good and, you know, vice versa. They end up uh, doing a few big spots. Uh, one of the spots end up being uh, where uh, Kevin Owens brought a forklift all the way to the top and end up doing a... a which is stupid. Yeah. I mean, good spot, but not smart. Um, well, no, bad spot. It's dumb. Couldn't he use the forklift? Wouldn't you just crush him? Well, he was on the other side. Okay, but still, it's the last minute standing match. Wouldn't you just get him down to where the forklift is and crush him? I mean, yeah, but he almost won with this move, so... <laughs> well, no, but he had a more guaranteed way to win. Yeah, but he would have had to carry Roman Reigns, like, across the thing. You saw how far they moved. Anyway, he did a, a senton off the top of the forklift onto him. And this was a pretty good spot. You know, then they continued on. And what I thought was interesting, actually what I thought was weird, like, I don't know, like... I mean, I'm sure most of these are live, but I saw Mrs. Money in the Bank briefcase and like some like jackets and stuff, um, and and like, uh, in one of the areas. Really? So it was like you know like the place where they keep the props or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting because we had just seen Ms. like have the Money in the Bank contract like in a, in a spot earlier or whatever. Yeah, uh, something anyway. that I have heard since the since the pandemic is their edits and pay per views have been incredibly noticeable. I mean, to be fair, most of those noticeable edits were supernatural things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you you do what you got to do. Um. So uh, then we're getting uh, towards the. Towards the end, and this is where, uh, of course, Michael, you you know, uh, the handcuff spot, if you will. So, basically, we get towards the end, and um, Roman Reigns is handcuffed to a giant pole. And who um, who took Kevin Owens on the ride to Dick Kick City? It was Shinsuke Reigns. Ha! <laughs> so... Anyway, um, there is a newt shoot of uh, Mr. Owens, and then Paul Heyman comes out with a handcuff key. Mm-hmm. I believe I heard um, that it was 45 seconds that um, Paul Heyman was trying to undo the handcuffs. It seemed like it, but it probably wasn't that long. No, I like uh, it was either 45 or 35. I can't remember which. Um, I mean, you know so- how... You know how things like with when dead air is on, you know, like you know, five, like ten seconds could seem like fifty. An hour. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure if it was. I mean, it could have been. 
I no, the actual count was 35 seconds. Or 45, uh, one or two. Um, so the referee, one of the referee, the referee had been knocked out of the picture at some point. The second. Oh, yeah, because he was. Yeah, I forgot about that. So he was at oh. count of nine or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, Roman Reigns ended up like pulling him into the screen or whatever. Oh, right. To pull himself up. Yeah. So well, not pull himself up to knock him out so he wouldn't count anymore. Oh, um, so I also forgot the spear spot where they went through the LED screen. But yeah, keep going. So the second referee finally comes out and gets to the count of five. And finally, somebody has told him that there's something going wrong. The camera zooms in on Heyman and Reigns, which makes it look worse. And you never see the ref again. They were just like, nope, 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 no referee counting here. Nope, 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 nope. Not a last man saying, but nope, nope. Reigns hasn't been on the ground for twenty for a good twenty, a good twenty count. You know. I feel like I mean apparently uh, Uso is hurt or something, but I feel like that spot would have been better for him. Because at least they needed two people. You needed somebody to distract the referee. Yeah. Well, like, and, like, um, like even if it wasn't thing, planned, I would have been like, hey, get out of there quick or do something. I heard this on um, on uh, Corny's podcast. Apparently, the problem was basically they didn't. They either didn't think it through or something just went wrong. Um, ba- basically, the keyhole was facing the wrong side, so it was damn near impossible for Heyman to get to. Yeah, and that, and you pretty much have what we have here is one of those. Um, very hard to do simple things when you're on the clock. Although, you, how about you don't do the handcuffs? How about you don't need the bull crap? How about that? Well, you know, that's a... It's I a, mean, you know... I mean, it's the last man standing. That's pretty pretty much a staple in the last man standing matches, the handcuffs. Uh, but but you know what I mean about, you know, like, when you, like, have, like, very little time to do something and you need to, like, do something really quickly. Yeah. It seems like you can't do it. Like, when I got here today at my aunt's, my laptop was about to die. Um, so I, it took me about uh, five seconds longer than it should have for me to plug in, plug it in because I was like scrambling. So I think that's what we, that's something that we had here. Uh, but yeah, um, like I said, it was not really anybody's fault per se. It's just some, something that happened. Uh, do you have anything else to say on that? No, not really, other than, oh my god, that was a rough finish. Yeah. Um, I actually don't... The sad thing, I don't remember the finish. I don't know either. All I know is the Haven thing. I actually don't know. I know Reigns won. I don't know the finish. I don't know if the... Uh... <clears throat> I don't know if the nut shot was the finish. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't remember. What well, Reigns won? Yeah. And we knew that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, uh, real quick, I'll go through the uh, participants for the Men's Royal Rumble. Honestly, I wasn't overly crazy about what happened in the Men's Royal Rumble, but, but yeah, Edge, Randy. Sami Zayn, 
Mustafa Ali, Jeff Hardy, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, Carlito, who made a return, uh, Xavier Woods, Big E, John Morrison. Hey, Rick hey, 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 you watch this, right? Yes. Did he have his theme song, Carlito? Yeah. Oh, I speak in the face of people who don't think I'm cool? I think so, yeah. Huh. Well, always one of the funnier entrance themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think they did a spot where Shinsuke stole his apple or something. He's like, that's not cool. Um, let's see, Ricochet, Elias, who didn't, who actually didn't play to the ring this time, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Damian Priest, who I believe is now on the main roster. Must uh, be. Uh, the Miz, Riddle, <sighs> Daniel Bryan, Kane, um, who had a little, uh, a little thing with they, you know, they had a team Hell No reunion where they where they end up hugging. You know, and Doctor Shelby smiled upon them. Um, Wait, what? Doctor Shelby dead? No. Oh well, you said he smiled upon them. Yeah, that doesn't mean. I mean, I guess that does kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Um. You had a King Corbin who and Otis and Dominic. Dominic ended up eliminating King Corbin. You know, getting his revenge. Uh, Bobby Lashley, Hurricane Helms, uh, Christian, AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, uh, which is another, you know, uh, I thought it was weird that Rey Mysterio, I mean, that Dominic was already eliminated by the time uh, Rey Mysterio came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seamus, Cesaro, the returning Seth Rollins, and uh, Braun Strowman. So, yeah, uh, no, no, it wasn't that one. It was the. Oh. Wait, seriously? He returned and they didn't change him back to burn it down. God. I hate you. Not you. You know who I hate. I know you hate everybody. Why well, is that true? Um. By the way, Omos had a great Royal Rumble. He eliminated two or three people. <laughs> and and he wasn't in the match. So, uh, Omos ended up, uh, and it was impressive, Omos stayed on the floor and ended up grabbing Big E from the, from the ropes and pulled him down. Very upset that Big E didn't end up winning this. Um, oh, hey, by the way, in any of our 20-minute spiel of going through everything and going, what the hell are you going to do? Did we even say who won? I think I... I, I pretty sure I said... Uh, Ed, I thought Ed Did was you? Win. I think okay. so. I'm not... I, I don't know. We're going to have to come back on it. But I'm pretty sure... Like, what, the, what do you do? And I thought that did Big E was your answer. Yeah. Well, Big E was who should have won. But I'm pretty sure that I thought that Edge was going to win. I'm going to go back and look. What's your... Did, did you write it down? Yeah. Oh, good. <clears throat> I always write them down. <clears throat> Oh, 
Okay. No, I didn't write down last month. Oh, that sucks. The one month that I actually don't write them down. <clears throat> well, uh, you you guys can listen for yourselves. You know, last week's uh, podcast on you know yeah. where all podcasts or where most podcasts are found. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, see that I was right. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, uh, actually, I don't know. <laughs> pretty much uh, after Biggie was eliminated, it was pretty much, you know, the when got taken out, I thought, all right. Because the final four, I believe, were Strowman, which I probably would have been okay with winning, Edge, Christian, and Seth Rollins. Um, and I don't remember which one was eliminated last. I think it was Seth Rollins was eliminated last. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Edge is going to WrestleMania. Which, you know, story-wise is you know a great story and stuff. I just thought um, it's not needed, but you know it's a good story, I guess. Um. Uh. Mustafa Ali did a f- few good spots, you know, where he was like, you know, uh, they all ganged up like because it was like four heels against Edge, you know, to start off. And so Mustafa Ali was talking about how you take you want to take opportunity away from me type thing. And, uh, uh, you know, and of course, Mustafa Ali is Twitter is also on point, you know, just talking about, you know, the old people coming back and taking a spot type thing. But yeah, uh, as far as the men's Royal Rumble goes, yeah, I wasn't overly crazy about it. It wasn't, I mean, all the people I thought could have or should have won didn't. And <clears throat> yeah, uh, any any thoughts? Any comments on the men's Rumble? Um, well... I don't like that Edge won, first of all, because, again, you can do two things with a Rumble, okay? You can use it as as a creative get-out-of-jail-free card, but good lord, they don't have enough of those. Or you can use it to build a new person, make a new star. How about Big E? Instead... You go with the old geriatric who's barely been on TV. And I love Edge, by the way. But seriously, why? What the hell are you doing? And then, and I'll talk about this um, on Raw. Um, uh, boy, Edge is losing it big time. And then maybe I, maybe he's lost it, and I haven't realized it because, again, haven't been watching because the product has given me no reason to watch. So maybe it's just lost it, but he has lost it completely. What do you mean? His promos Monday were not good. Really? Yes. Randy was still sharp as ever. Like, he is just as sharp mm-hmm. as he's always been. Edge sounds haggard and old and terrible and he doesn't he sounds like he's just reciting lines he doesn't have that he doesn't have that fire that charisma if you want to call it that he doesn't have what he always did anymore 
I think he may have. I, it's I, either may the material's cut. too bad, or he just cut it back, or whatever, or he just don't have it anymore. But he did not have. Could have it. also been the fact that he wrestled over an hour or something. But that could that could be. Um, like it could have been selling. Yeah. Um, I, he might have actually done more than because I thought I've heard that um, it was really good. The promo afterwards on Raw. I think that he must have cut more than one promo because I yeah yeah he he did there were a few and I know there was some like based on the YouTube I know there was some him and Randy Orton stuff that was after I quit watching and if that's good I mean, fair game but I've seen I, I saw what he the he Andrew McIntyre interaction it, well the he and Sheamus Andrew McIntyre interaction and then. The he and um, Balor and um, um, Pete Dunne interaction from NXT last night, and neither of those were good. I heard that one was good too. I don't know. He just looks like he's reciting stuff. He doesn't have any fire to his voice anymore. He's still got the itching at the forehead, which brings back memories. Um. But no, he's just. I don't think it's nearly as good as it you as it once have been. Um, although it, I will say though, for him, the standard, in my opinion, is quite high. Yeah. So maybe it's just because my standard is too high for Edge, but oh. Oh, gosh. Uh, are we ready to go to Raw? Oh, yeah. I thought we were already on Raw. <laughs> okay. Well, no, no, no. I was just, we were just talking about Edge. Okay. So, I gave Raw a chance, ladies and gentlemen. It opens with um, Mr. Drew McIntyre. And why, why is Drew McIntyre giving the recap of what happened in the Rumble when you've got paid announcers there? What the hell? Drew McIntyre was in the ring and gave the recap. Like, oh, Bianca Belair is going to be a star. She won the wrestling. She won the women's rumble. Like, why is he doing that? I mean, that's not uncommon. You have announcers. What are you that's, doing? It's not, I mean, they pro- to be fair, they probably recapped it beforehand anyway. Um, it's not uncommon for after the Royal Rumble or something where they're you know, like, you know, we already know. Like, because Becky Lynch kind of said, uh, said like Seth won the Royal Rumble and. I don't know who he's facing, but I've chosen already type thing. I, I don't understand why Drew McIntyre is the one to do it. Um, he probably was just putting Bianca over. He also just... Well, no, no, no. It wasn't just that, but, like, they went through everything. Like, he went through everything? Like, every yes. match? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. He's like, oh, we got new women's tag champions and... Like, he... Like, I'm like, what? Why why is he doing the recap for them? What the hell? So that was very strange. I don't know how long they've been doing this, but that was incredibly strange to me. Um, so then after uh, McIntyre talks for a while, and, ugh, man, that, ugh, that recap was really annoying. Um, he should have been cutting a promo about Edge not wanting to face him or how he beat Goldberg, but no, he has mutual respect for Goldberg, and all, here's all the great things that happened to the Rumble. Um, no, Edge comes out, and this is where it's just Edge doesn't have his fire anymore. Like, 
he said, like, Drew was talking about how Edge was a mentor. Congratulations on winning the Rumble. And Edge was like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm a threat to you. Why didn't you kick my head off? Which is so freaking true. But he just sounds like he's plain talking. He don't, he don't have the crazy eyes. Wait, and, who, who didn't kick whose head off? So Edge, uh, Edge barked at Drew McIntyre for not claymoring his head off when he walked in the ring, because Edge is now a threat to Drew because he could pick Drew's title to go after, which is true. I mean, he's the babyface. He wouldn't do. do really do an unprovoked attack like that so well no but i mean if you're thinking of it logically Edge and is plus every right. every single royal rumble winner hasn't gone and beat well that's probably not true but a lot of them like just like you know going and just like watching you're like hmm should i do this should i do that and plus if i'm drew mcintyre you know you said like oh i'm a threat i should do that you're not i mean you're a threat of course but if i claim or kick you that pretty much guarantees i'm facing you at wrestlemania Hey, look, I'm disagreeing with what Edge said. All right. Um, and then, can you please go find me, Evan? Because maybe, maybe you can help. What 20 years have Sheamus and Drew McIntyre been friends for? Um, and why is this literally the first I've ever heard of this? Uh, well, you know, Seamus, of course, is from Ireland and McIntyre from Scotland. Um, uh-huh. they, but you're two completely different countries, by the way, Vince. Very close, but, um, uh, I mean, uh, they're right next to each other, aren't they? You, uh, oh, wait, that's, well, that's, that's, that's Ireland technically, because Northern Ireland, but I think the peoples in those nations would very much disagree with that statement. Oh, of course. Um, but, uh, they, I, I remember, like, they talked about it. Like, I don't remember some interview. I don't know if it was on the Broken Scroll Ranch with, uh-huh. the, with the Drew McIntyre or if it was just a, a random interview or something, but okay. they have a, they have a big history together. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, um, like they worked on the independence. I think they, I think they started together. I think like, I think their first matches were against each other. Um, okay. I believe. One or the other is the reason why the other is in WWE. Like, it gave them the opportunity, like, suggested them. Because I, I was like, because <clears throat> Sheamus came out and got mad at Edge for talking crap about McIntyre. He's like, he's been my friend for 20 years. And I was like, uh, who? Like, what? I I know I have not been watching weekly shows for a long time, but I have watched weekly shows in the last 20 years to have never heard about this. Um, and then um, I should have, I feel like I should have seen what was coming, but I didn't because I thought Seamus was a face now. Yeah, keep um, in mind, Seamus has been a face for all about a month or so. Something. Yeah, so I thought, I was like, okay, so Seamus, you know, he's, I know he's got to be a new face. God, the outfit he's wearing. Um, Seamus gets in Edge's face and is like, oh, fight you, mate. Or not mate. Um, I'll fight you, dude. Edge talks to McIntyre and Seamus, and then Edge is like, you'll hear from me when you hear from me. He walks out of the ring. Drew picks up the title and is like, yay, my title. 
And then the camera zooms out. Guess who's behind Drew McIntyre? It's Sheamus. Bro kick to the head. And then they go backstage and Charlie Caruso was like, oh my God, Seamus, how could have you betrayed your friend of 20 years? And apparently we've just established this friendship in the last like two months that this exists. So no, shock horror. And um, the two stooges on commentary, like the two that like do everything they're supposed to do, um, are sitting so there. So all that is not Samoa Joe? Yeah, uh, everybody that isn't Joe is just kind of sitting there stunned, and Joe just kind of moves on because he doesn't care. Um, next way, up, I, I, once I, again, once again, we must uh, appreciate um, uh, Samoa Joe. You know, I mean, it's 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 upsetting that he he's not in the ring anymore, and and maybe hopefully he will someday. But him on commentary has just been the best. Okay, so, um, I apologize, I don't know which is next. I think, I'm pretty sure it is the U.S. title match. Bobby Lashley versus Riddle. Okay? I, um, and again, I only got through about the first hour of Raw, and then I couldn't do any more. This was the best part. Was it because... because... No. This was because Matt Riddle and Bobby Lashley actually know what the goddamn hell they're doing. And have a reason to know what the hell they're doing. Because both of them are really good at wrestling. Like the actual thing. Not even this. Um, they go back and forth. Well, Lashley wins when Matt, uh, when Matt Riddle tries to punch him over the rope and Lashley spins him around puts on the full Nelson. Uh, well, I, Lashley doesn't win. Riddle wins by DQ, but Lashley does damage. And he does tap after the bell is ring, right? Yes. That's what uh, I heard. Well, uh, kind of. Not really. I think it's just where his arm wound up. <laughs> if you watch it. Um, so, count of five. Riddle wins by DQ. And then Lashley just apps, just full Nelson's Riddle on and off for a good like minute. And MVP's pulling the Paul Heyman, like, trying to calm him down. And they're basically building up that Lashley is enraged, not by the steroid needle. I'm kidding, of course. Um, that Lashley's enraged by the fact that four people eliminated him and he could have had his mania shot. Because, you know, Bobby Lashley and, and Royal Rumbles is like, you know, yeah. Big guys always win Rumbles, right? Oh, except never. So that, like, I don't know. I, I, I am so sick. If they're gonna keep doing the big guys or threats in the rumbles, then have one win. Well, I think it's just common sense. You would assume that the bigger guy, which is harder to to eliminate, would but they don't do anything. Would be the favorite to win. But when you have ten people eliminating you at the same time, that's but they never use their size. So Little and Lashley, good match. Lashley took his aggression out on Riddle. Everything, I, at least to me, made sense. The beatdown afterwards was good. Oh, the submission down? Is that what you call it? Um, 
And then Bad Bunny. I have no idea who the hell this is. I don't know of anybody who's ever told me who the hell this is. This scrawny 12-year-old looking dude with four man buns. Bad Bunny comes out or talks to Miz and Morrison. He's going to be on Miz TV. And then Bad Bunny says he wants to be a WWE wrestler and I smashed the fast forward button as fast as I possibly could. Oh, and by the way, the guy can barely speak. Bad Bunny. Well, he's a rapper. He He can barely speak English. Oh, I think he's he might be Latino or something. He, yeah, he, he has must an be accent. A rapper, because the dude can barely speak English. Um, I was done. I was done with that segment. About he's, a minute. He's Puerto in, Rican, and I was out. So then, at some point, Damian Priest must have come out because the next match was Damian Priest and The Miz. Okay, this should be good, right? Um, unfortunately, you're wrong. Because, I mean, maybe it's what they should be doing here if they're doing with the Bad Bunny thing. Uh, I don't understand quite why. Because it doesn't look like, you know, um, uh, Morrison put it there. The ref left the Money in the Bank briefcase in the ring? Oh, no, wait. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Hang on. Oh, okay. Morrison drops it in the ring. Okay, I was going to say, because it looks like it's here. I think it was there the whole match, but no, I just found it on the VOD. So Morrison drops the briefcase in the ring and then distracts Priest and, like, pulls his head down on the ropes and then goes, hey, Miz, briefcase, go. Well, when Miz goes to go for the briefcase, um, Bugs Bunny grabs it. And then um, as John Morrison comes over, he's like, give me the briefcase, Bugs. And then Bugs Bunny says, that's all, folks. And wax. Yes, I know. That was the the pig. Sorry, wrong reference. Um, It it works. Uh, (laughs) I'm proud that you know the reference. John Morrison in the head with the microphone. It's like, the Miz is distracted and he eats the, uh, oh, God. What is it? It looks like it looks like the crossroads. Um. I can't remember what it's called. One, two, three. So Damien Priest wins with uh, Bugs Bunny interference. Oh. and oh, I don't remember what it's called. And uh, Bugs is kind of showing off with uh, Damien Priest. And The Miz is very upset. But he got undone by the great babyface Bugs Bunny. <clears throat> so after Bugs Bunny left, I was pretty much out of this. Um, Randy Orton then cut a absolutely amazing promo about Edge and wanting to hurt him for the sake of his family. And, oh my God, Randy Orton can still cut a promo. Holy crap. That was good. And then the next match on was Charlotte Flair, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Naomi and Lana. Mm-hmm. By the way, before we get into that, I would say that, yeah. you know, and we'll, we'll get to a couple other things, I said, but there are some fears I have. And, you know, these things will probably come up in due time, but 
I fear that the romance between Otis and Mandy. I fear. I have a fear that three of the biggest stories of last year are pretty much done. Oh, the Mandy, Mandy and Sonya, Mandy and Otis. That's completely dead. Yeah, they forgot about Mandy and Otis. Like they even have them interact at the Royal Rumble, which they should have. Um. Uh. You know, uh, I have a fear that Nikki Cross isn't going to join with Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt anytime oh, soon. Oh, Nikki and Alexa. Forgot about that. I, uh, I saw that too. Uh, I fear that happens. Um, we haven't seen Buddy Murphy or Aaliyah since Survivor Series, Ooh. I don't think. Um, but Aaliyah may have school. Don't I don't you mean know. Buddy the dog? Hmm? Don't you mean Buddy the dog? Because mm. they call him Buddy, which is the name of a dog. So yeah, a uh, few things that I I, I I really hope that they need to uh, readdress uh, because I feel like they're um, like I said leaving money on the table. Uh, continue. Okay, so the uh, tag team triple threat. This is how awful Dana Brooke is in the ring. She made Oscar look bad. She made Asuka completely miss a move because Dana Brooks sucks. Um, you don't get reps. It doesn't help. They're getting through. They're going through the match. Um, and then uh, here comes Lacey and Rick. Charlotte gets pissed and goes and tags out to Asuka because she's just so annoyed with her dad and Lacey. And Charlotte starts walking down to... Rick and Lacey to go confront him. And Asuka's like, hey, where are you going? Rear view from Naomi. You beat Asuka again. Stop it. Oh, and by the way, there is a horrible jump cut here. You know why? Rick and Lacey made it to, you know where the ramp stops becoming the stage and it goes down, it starts going down to the ring. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where it starts to ramp or whatever. Okay, blue lights everywhere, okay? Okay, so I'm going to count how long this is, okay? When the lights go out, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, in nine seconds, Rick and Lacey have made it to the back. And Charlotte has made it up the ramp, and she's just walking away like she barely cares, and the Raw's stuff is on the Tron again. One, why is it Rick and Lacey still taunting Charlotte after they just cost the match? Two, stop beating Asuka. Three, why is Asuka distracted by Charlotte's crap? Quit making Asuka look stupid. Um, four... You completely missed, well, they almost missed it. They got the referee saying a tag happened. There is no evidence at all that Lana actually tagged Naomi because when the referee does the you tagged thing, Lana's rolling out of the ring. So Naomi is probably not the legal person in the match. 
There's a horrific editing jump cut here. I mean, just because uh, she was rolling out of the ring when he said there was a tag doesn't mean that there wasn't. Uh, so what do you mean? Did you, did you say the lights went out? Okay, so like, they hit Rick's Is this on music. YouTube? Yeah, they hit Rick's music, so it changed to blue lights. And then when um, Asuka's distracted, then Naomi runs at her, it goes back to the red raw lights. And then the match is over 10 seconds later. Rick and Lacey are gone, and Charlotte's all the way up the ramp. Uh, like, there's a clear huge oh, what, 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 here. What, what, what time is this? Um, it is at... Well, uh, Rick, Rick and Lacey come out at 4.05. Okay. And why is Charlotte so disgusted she just leaves the match? Like, I, that doesn't make sense either. Keep in mind that the YouTube is edited, so... If yeah, but it's where... not, because you see the lights... You see the lights exactly change. Because you could think it's like that, right? But no, you see the lights exactly change from um, red to blue. So that's that's how it ended, and I also watched this match. I think that was a just. I mean, that was a poor camera transition, if anything. But no, but but Lacey and Rick are gone in ten seconds, and Charlotte's all the way up the ramp, which she barely got down the steps when Oscar left. Like there is a huge edit here. Um, Probably. and the miss and what looks more like a miss tag than a made tag, and the fact that you beat Oscar. Stop it. Stop making Asuka look stupid. You guys have no idea what the hell you're doing. And again, why did Charlotte just leave? Why did Charlotte, she didn't even run after him. She just walked away. Like she's an, like she's annoyed. What? Um, the other match, and thank you for reminding me, I did forget about this, was Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, I think this was before the women's tag match, because the women's tag match is what pushed me over the edge and I was done. Um, Alexa and Nikki, um, Nikki is taunting Alexa. This was terrible, except for the fact that Alexa's getting better, and... I was just wishing for crazy Nikki the entire time and, and didn't really care. Also, God, Alexa's terrible at Sister Abigail. Holy crap. Really? I thought she was pretty good at Sister Abigail. I think she did. No. She did a, I think they said she did a modified one this time. It so doesn't, look, did, she, it doesn't probably, look as good. Yeah, uh, she ripped the head behind. So she, see, they tried to fix her problem. The modified thing is trying to fix her issue where the actual pulling them over looks like dog crap. So they had her put her head behind so she should get she could get more rev, uh, leverage to turn Nikki over. So it didn't look as bad, and they can call it a modify, so it's a good workaround. But it still doesn't look as good. You I, need thought, some... I thought her... I thought... I always thought her scissor abigails were pretty good. You uh, need somebody large and strong for that, and she is neither of those things. Now, Nikki wouldn't be able to do it either. Nikki wouldn't be able to do it either, but it, the arm behind the head will help, as long as it's not dangerous. Um, the arm behind the head will help the look, but 
uh, Alexa does not have enough leverage to do that. She does not have enough would be torque. Um, there's not enough power to do that. And this was the just, I, she did on the outside of the ring is better than the one that she did inside the ring. I think that's what it was. Um, and this is just I'm just hoping and praying that someday Crazy Nikki shows up. Yeah. Tell you what, at the Royal Rumble, I forgot that they changed uh, Nikki Cross's music and seeing Nikki act crazy to, uh, I mean, it's not Taylor Swift, but it, it, it's Taylor Swift. Um, it's it's weird. Yeah. <sighs> so was there any, any like, teasing at all or anything? Like No. And did, was there any indication that the story is continuing? No. Mm-hmm. That was what I was afraid of. So yeah, I was yeah after after that and then I'm pretty sure Charlotte and that was after that I was out I was done I was already bored I would have been gone um like I would have been gone after Bad and Bougie but I happened to fast forward to get to Damian Priest in the Miz I was like oh hey Damian Priest okay um. And then I would have been gone after the, Well, I wouldn't have been gone after that. I, I stuck around and I was like, oh, hey, cool, Randy promo. Oh, hey, uh, Charlotte Mosca's next. And I would have been gone after that, but before they went to break, they said Asuka and Nikki was next. Or, um, Asuka, sorry, Alexa and Nikki was next. I'm like, oh, okay, 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 maybe you can save the. Sh- no, you didn't, and I was gone. That was done. So I have no idea what else happened, and I don't care to, and I just absolutely hate this freaking show. Wrestling sucks anymore. Um, I, uh, Xavier Woods beat somebody. I don't know who. It was maybe Ali uh, with Kofi Kingston's help, and then you know later on he challenged Reckoning to a match, which uh, I'm all for. Um, just based on the up, up, down, down stuff, I think that would be entertaining. Um, what else happened? Are you familiar? Didn't something happen with the Edge Randy Orton match? I don't know. Okay, well, anyway, there was another magic thing that happened, probably because I've heard complaining about it. Uh, I want to say this. Um, I haven't seen enough of it, so I, I, I can't say anything. And, you know, the people that I hear complain about are the ones that don't like that kind of stuff on there anyway. Um, why it needs to come back sooner rather than later. I feel like this isn't helping Alexa at all. And, like, it might actually be hurting them. I mean, it's giving Alexa more chance to get in tune with her character, which is fantastic. But just, uh, there's just some things. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Pretty much. Is, they it, hey, is Bray injured? No, I think they're just... Um, I mean, I don't think so. I think they're just like trying to find a good spot for him to return. Oh, then stop making Alexa do this herself. Because Alexa's playing a gimmick built by Bray, and Bray's not even there! I know. That's the problem. If you can find a way, like, even even if you want to keep Bray Wyatt long enough, away a, a bit longer, 
Give her a partner. Put Nikki in there. Give her a partner back. I mean, give her a partner back anyway, but you, you need to do something. Well, no, because you need Bray there to add Nikki. I mean, I think you could find a way around that, you know, by like, you know, like, oh, Alexa Bliss somehow got Wyatt's powers or whatever. No, I mean, to do it right. <laughs> Who am I kidding? It's WWE. What um, the hell is doing it right? But yeah, they definitely, uh, they desperately need Wyatt back and they need to have uh, Nikki Cross join them, whatever. Um, so, is is that all for uh, for Raw? You want to go through NXT real quick? Mm. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, I have the results right here. So, a women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic semifinals is Team Ninja versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. When first for this was always a little disappointing because I wanted Team Ninja to win. But from the summary that I've read, it looked like it was a pretty good match. So so Team Ninja looked good. So it wasn't just like a squash. But uh, like I said, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez end up winning. Um, Leon Ruff took on Austin Theory. Austin Theory won. Uh, the Men's Dusty Road Tag Team Classic quarterfinals. Which is interesting. Uh, uh, I guess the women's one was shorter, was smaller probably then. Because I thought the men started earlier and they're still in the quarterfinals. But I think they had more people. Lucha uh, House Party took on Legado del Fantasma. And Legado del Fantasma won. Um, they had this thing with uh, Pete Dunne and Ben Balor and Edge. Uh, Gargano and Kushida had a brawl. Uh, Jesse Kamiya took on Tony Storm. Uh, Jesse won by disqualification. Um, then you had Storm and Martinez have a brawl, and EO came down to do that too. Um, Kurt Stallion took on Santos Escobar. And. Santos Escobar won, and then they were doing a little thing with Karrion Cross for some reason. I don't know why they're putting him in the cruiserweight thing. Um, they announced that, I believe, not this week, but the week after is going to be a TakeOver Vengeance Day, which is, I don't know, I feel like they could have done better, but oh well. Uh, uh, the Undisputed Era took on Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher in the men's Dusty Road tag team. Quarterfinals, and Tommaso Champion and Timothy Thatcher end up Timothy Thatcher end up winning. So yeah, uh, I have a question for you. I mean, they're, I mean, they're obviously going to tease every single championship for Edge. Who would you like to see him face? I mean, I'm kind of on board with him facing Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. I don't want him to go down to NXT just because I'm worried after Charlotte last year. Because I'm worried they don't do it right. Um, well, he's not going to beat Drew. I hope. And why the hell would he face Roman Reigns? I mean, besides the spear versus spear that they've been wanting for a while. So... Not... 
I mean, the Drew McIntyre thing, the story would be, you know, uh, another test, you know, like a like a Goldberg type test. I think that yeah. would be the story they would do there. Uh, the Roman you know Reigns. I've been wondering. What? Yeah, you know I've been thinking. You know what they're gonna do? Edge is gonna pick McIntyre. And then you know you know what they're gonna do. What? Randy's gonna win that title. Hmm. I are, guarantee you. There are Mark two pay per views. There are two pay per views left. Mark it down. Randy Orton is going to win that title, the pay-per-view before Mania, and they're going to have Edge and Randy Orton for the title that no one wants. Well, maybe. I mean, they did say that. I think they said this last match they had was the last one, but you know it never is. No, it never is. For the final time, until we decide it can make more money. But yeah, I am definitely on the on the train that wants uh, Edge to face Finn Balor because it would also give Balor some. And I would be too if it were not for Charlotte last year. But yeah, I I think because I'm concerned. I, think, I mean, I mean, also, Ed, I think Edge winning title from McIntyre is what I think they're going to do. Okay. Either that or they make it a triple threat. Like, Randy will be in that match with Edge Mania. The way they've done it, there's kind of no reason for him not to be, if I'm totally honest. Which is why I don't think Edge should have won the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think Edge and Orton should have eliminated each other. And Big E won the Rumble. Wow. Like, Edge and Orton eliminate each other. Replace Seth Rollins with Big E. Big E eliminates Braun Strowman. Big E wins the Rumble. Big E goes and beats Reigns at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Big E's over the moon. But no, we can't have nice things here, now can we? But like I said, there's two pay-per-views left, so, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Right. Uh, what else from NXT? Because I, that's it. Oh, okay. I believe they only have one match set up for WrestleMania, and I believe that's... Uh, they said it was Roman Reigns' match for the Universal Championship, but they didn't say who it was against. Oh, hey, by the way, um, in the Edge promo on NXT... Mm-hmm. He said, up on the main roster, we focus a lot on the E in WWE, but down here, we focus on the W. I greatly disagree with that. Lately. The wrestling on that show has not been good. If this was a year ago, I would have said yes to that. But, since... But it's very clear a writer has gotten a hold of that show or the team or whatever to me. The writer should affect the wrestling. 
Well, then why is Rob SmackDown so damn bad? Just saying. That it? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to do my plugs. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this edition of the No Marks Allowed podcast. Quick little plug here. Um, I had some personal issues come up last week, so I couldn't do a sports fixins, but there will be a sports fixins this week. We will be talking Nolan and Renato trade. Minkley will cover the NHL. I will cover um, the MLB, uh, and we will both cover Super Sunday. Apparently, you can't say the real thing or the. Excuse me, because uh, Roger Disney Goodell will sue you. Woohoo! So we'll talk about the big game on Sunday between the Chiefs and the Buck and Ears. Yeah, uh, we, I mean, I'm kind of talking because I like both the Buccaneers and, of course, uh, Colin Saunders is mm-hmm. on the Chiefs. So oh, I guess we're for the Chiefs, you know, uh, have a, another another championship for the Leathernecks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Colin to get back-to-back rings. Uh, love that guy. Uh, so anyway, so uh, Chiefs and Bucks, we'll talk about that a lot. Break that down for you. That will come out. That is uh, we're going to record today. Probably come out tonight. If I don't get lazy or busy or something. That's on the Sports Fixings Podcast. Also going to plug this again. Go to uh, Google and Google the Pro Baseball Experience, and please go check out the PBE. Um, I am a minors GM. It is a very fun sim baseball league where you make a player using the player creator. We put you in out-of-the-park baseball 21, and you watch your player's career go from the minors to the majors and your whole career in between. It is so much fun to do. There's media to do to gain money. There's podcasts to do. There's so much fun stuff about the Pro Baseball Experience. Please go join the PBE if you want to go look up the more information. Put the Pro Baseball Experience into the Google machine. That's it for me. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, once again, we went a little bit over. I'm sure uh, next week we won't have as much to talk about. Uh, though we will have probably... Well, there was a pay-per-view share. Yeah. So... Uh, uh, just just remember to take a bump and you know keep 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 looking at their Facebook page you know to see if uh, see when their new stuff is coming out because uh, we always appreciate you know a friend of the show and a former classmate. Um, and other than that, you know, uh, wear a mask, uh, social distance, wash your hands, use common sense. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, with that. Thank you very much for listening. Everybody wear a goddamn mask. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and a good night. Bye-bye, everybody.